5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Back for a second day. I don't know how on earth I can do this. Two days in a row? Exhausted. Uh, I'll say this as well. The second most frequently asked question I've gotten the last two weeks is, well, what's this Team Boneyard initiative? So we're going to get to some of that today. Uh, We're going to be talking... Vern Davenport, of course, uh, formerly on the uh, Board of Trustees at ECU, and uh, Vern Davenport uh, played football at East Carolina from Aiden originally. He is one of the gentlemen behind the collective that is the uh, Vern Davenport uh, is behind the uh, Team Boneyard Collective, teamboneyard.org. And I knew that drew a lot of uh, chatter. I had people making me aware of it, I guess, during the holiday week in particular, or at least the weekend before the 4th. But I think we'll get a chance to answer all of those questions uh, here. And uh, we'll be able to get all of that uh, lined up. Uh, Noah is uh, in the house today. Noah, good pick on the uh, song. What was that? That was The Bump by Deer Tick, and Deer Tick's just a random band that I came across this week, but I like them a lot. Okay. What what era are they from, Deer Tick? They, I know that they dropped a couple albums, like 2009, 10, 11 era, okay. um, but I mean, I just got into them. I don't know very much about them. All right. Uh, Philip the Ref Pilkington, allegedly producing today's show as well. Hello. Oh, wait, let's see. Do we have uh, the ref? There we go. I don't know. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. That's fine. I think... I, Let's see. Try one more time here. Uh, ah, don't worry about it. We'll say hello to Philip later. Philip will have an update for us a little bit later on. Philip, by the way, uh, well, I can't believe this, has been going around bragging. Philip's been going around bragging that he predicted the home run derby winner last. I mean, there's a lot of things. You, if you'd maybe predicted who was going to win the British Open, and by how many strokes, if you maybe had predicted who'd be leading in the, you know, standings midway at the All-Star break prior to the season starting, I might have been impressed with this. But for you to isolate a clip and want to play it on the airwaves of you predicting that, that's that's pretty... Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But hey, you know what? Nobody was picking Juan Soto. And, And Ben thought I was crazy for picking him, so... It was more Ben thinking I was dumb. It's, you, more, of, just, it's more of a rubbing it in Ben's face. You want to rub it in Ben's face? Yeah, that's what did he predict to win the home run derby? I think Kyle Schwarber. See, he went with the one seed. That's the thing. He was like, oh, Kyle Schwarber's the one never, seed. Never so, can go you with know. the one seed. Yeah. By the way, uh, I know I got a lot of grief for my Cincinnati Reds pick, but after the 3 and 22 start, they're like over 500. Yeah. They're playing pretty decent ball after. For sure. It's just that now, first month is. Granted, gonna, they started 3 and 22. And so my my pick for them to make the wild card looks absolutely stupid because they went 3-22 and 22 to start. There you go. I saw where you sent me something on uh, 
baseball expansion. I mean, here we go with that again. That's just that's. And I look. I know you're excited about the All Star game. Noah's a good candidate to ask about this. Noah, do you do you care that the All Star game is going on tonight? Will you watch an inning of the All Star game? Noah's of a generation that baseball is losing. Be honest, Noah. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to turn on the All Star game. See, I'm the same way. I will not watch a second of this thing tonight because inevitably I'll flip around to it, and I'll get there about the third inning because they start this thing at way too late for me. And it'll be six to nothing American League or six one American League. We already know the outcome. The American League's going to win. They always win. I, I get you. I just kind of like to see the aces go up against these power hitters. At least I, those first couple innings, it, those first six. I outs get what are really you're intriguing. saying. I get what you're saying. But out of this weekend, what's the only thing baseball has to talk about? Because I'll, I'll say this: we're force fed the NFL three sixty five because it it drives the bus. Okay. College football becoming the bus driver or the, or the other bus driver as well. It's the second most popular sport. So there's a lot of year-round with that now. And I find some of it intriguing. We got we have some stuff today, in fact, that we could uh, get to. Um, NBA off-season drama is more interesting than the NBA season. Could not agree more. Yeah. I, I'm here for the drama of the NBA. Not all of it, but I, you know, I kind of – to me, this is more – I'm more interested in what's going on in the NBA now than I will be in February. You know, we like the hockey playoffs around here, especially when the Canes are in it. By the way, I think their roster right now is much worse than last season. They've yeah, made some not, questionable decisions. Yeah, they've traded for some guys that are worth way too much money. They're 37 years old. And so, I guess the, the baseball trope, because they have nothing to sell, is, well, we're going to expand. That's always the talk out of this weekend. When Manfred holds his press conference, oh, we're going to have expansion. We're going to expand to 32 teams. You have big problems as it is with two or three markets already. You need to get those sorted out before you worry about 32 teams. Yeah, their attendance is too crappy in too many markets right now. Look, regionally, it's still a popular sport. The TV numbers do well regionally. But nationally, it's it's a non-starter. It's kind of leveled off and reached a point where it is now. And we'll probably see it dwindle away again because guys like Noah aren't going to sit down. and Noah couldn't care less who's in this thing tonight. And I agree with him. And I was a hardcore baseball fan growing up. Loved it. Kept up with it. Game in, game out. It's just not, you know, it, it's just, it doesn't do it for me anymore. And unfortunately, baseball has nobody but themselves to blame. They have a, they have a hell of a product. I mean, there's, there's compelling drama. The baseball postseason's fabulous, but... They just they there's nothing out of this weekend. But if you have an NBA All Star weekend, there's always going to be that's where they kind of return the drama that they, that they capitalize on in the off season. They kind of do that during the All Star game. Yeah, everybody always says something about somebody, right. and then they pick them on their team, right. and then it becomes yeah. some sort of. But even even there's like you know not that made up drama. There's actually you know again we get somebody wants to be traded, somebody's unhappy with their situation. We we get that drama even during the All Star break with the NBA. Uh, you don't really get a whole lot during the Pro Bowl other than how it stinks, but, you know, that couple of weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, there's all kinds of – for their signature event, there's always some drama to come out of it is what I'm saying. Yeah, This is baseball's national signature event. Now, let's face it. Should be anyway. Ratings will be what they are. Probably won't be very good. Uh, I do think having Joe Buck off that telecast could – people are going to be a little more intrigued. I think Buck had, you know, kind of worn on some people. Yeah, no, I agree. And so, 
that's the only thing they have to come up. We're going to expand. We're going to, and it's the same thing every year. We're going to expand. Well, they haven't yet. Well, and even if they do, that's going to screw up their divisions altogether. They're going to have to go to eight divisions of four or some crap. Like if if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Well, but the problem is this: it's broken a couple places. They need to get the Oakland situation with oh, its, for sure. That's got to get figured out. They got to get. And with, with Oakland, it's I think as simple as a stadium, but they're going to wind up moving to Las Vegas. That's that's what I think is going to end up happening. Just my opinion. The situation with the Rays, same thing. Going to end up, they're going to have to move markets. They're going to have to. They're going to have to go to Nashville, go to Charlotte, something. We'll go to Montreal. Yeah, that too. I mean, there's that's already the the hacky plan in place. Play part of the season in Montreal as it is, and that's idiotic. But those are just two. Examples of franchises that win, that if they were in any other situation with their stadium or any other market, they'd be drawn pretty well because they win more often than not. I mean, Oakland, not always, but Oakland's pretty competitive historically. Yeah, well, and yeah, I mean, they've got how many ever World Series? Can't remember, but even now, they're always in at least in wild right. contention. Right, they're always competitive. They're there. The Rays are great, but nobody cares. Unless the Sox or Yanks or Sox are in town. Uh, thank you for filling in, by the way, the last of couple of weeks. You doing appreciate all right? You. Yeah, I am. We really appreciate you letting us do it. Ben and I had a great time. All right, Noah, he's, he wants me. Do you have? Do you know where his audio is? Does he know where it is? Can he play your audio of the yeah. Noah says he can. Noah, he wants you to play where he predicted Soto. Let me go ahead and do this so I can feed the, the Pilkington ego. Here we go. This is what, You set it up. I don't even know what this is necessarily. It's uh, just it was me and Ben kind of chatting back and forth and where I picked Soto and why. But I'm gonna go Juan Soto, okay. and the reason is he was the eight seed last year. He took on Shohei, who was the one. Yep. They Wait. had to go into a swing off. What well, says he was eliminated by Alonzo? So no, so he he took on swing Shohei, who was first. the one okay, gotcha. in the first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beat Shohei, but here's the thing: he beat him 31 to 28 because they had to go into a swing off, and he was exhausted. Yeah. When he was up against Pete, I think he figured out how to do it. So I'm going Juan Soto. I will say this: uh, that is a better event for what it is, the the home run derby, than anything that they do during All Star Weekend for the NBA now. I think that every sports little event, whether it be the Home Run Derby, whether it be the NBA Skills Challenge, the NHL does a great job with their Skills Challenge, all those are better than the games. Maybe, but I think the Home Run Derby of the All-Star Weekend events is the superior one now. It's the one that that seems to trend on Twitter more so than the dunk of the three-point shooting contest. Oh, it definitely does, yeah. Skills contest. That's that's a level of sports nerdom I cannot get to, Philip. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I guess I only really watch the NBA All Star. I'm more watching NHL now. Theirs is cool. You like, like theirs? The, yeah, like this year they implemented the Vegas style from it. Guys were standing in the fountain at at uh, the Bellagio. What? And they had well, they had like a platform over the water, and they had to hit pucks up against cards, and whoever got the best hand won the the competition. It was turned it into a poker game. Pilk has lost his mind. He's gotten he's gotten way too excited about this. All right. Um, Anyway, we'll grab a break. I want to come back. Uh, we have Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC, talking about the uh, future of that league. So everybody cheats. Uh, we'll hear from that. And then uh, we had a really nice event here in Greenville today with uh, Mike Swartz, the Pirate basketball coach. Uh, we'll recap some of that for you, some cool stuff out of that. 
uh, including a really classy moment from uh, ECU Athletics at John Gilbert. John Gilbert will be here tomorrow in the studio, by the way. Uh, Vern Davenport in our next half hour. Right now, a break. We'll come back and uh, get into some other talk with you here on the uh, Tuesday PJ Show. Still drafting. Log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to the Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. <laughs> or tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance. Helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company. Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina. Inc. Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. An independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust. People like Bill King, Jake Allen, or Jack Metz. These agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are also tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Bill King, Jake Allen, or Jack Metz today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville, 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. Looking to get engaged? Now is the time during Bailey's Fine Jewelry's spectacular engagement ring blowout. This once-a-year event is happening July 16th through 23rd at all Bailey's locations. An expansive selection of engagement rings, loose diamonds, mountings, and wedding bands. Up to 60% off in Raleigh, Rocky Mount, and Greenville. Engagement rings near cost, at cost, even below cost. Bailey's Engagement Ring Blowout, July 16th through 23rd. Visit BaileyBox.com. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. Their new 4,000 foot design center is now open and unlike anything you've seen before. The new Bill Clark Homes design center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed. With no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. Everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you lasting relief now, and the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-7246. 252-765-PAIN. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Just talk about that. 
All right, welcome back, Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, we heard Mike uh, Schwartz today. Greenville Chamber of Commerce had uh, one of their um, monthly luncheons. First time they've done it in quite a few years, in the month of July. And uh, the July Power Luncheon, Mike Schwartz was there today. Good turnout for that event today. Uh, Mike Schwartz was fabulous. Uh, we're going to have Coach Schwartz, I think, next week sometime in the studio uh, with us. Uh, but he did tell the audience uh, today, do we have the Pirate Report open? This is a Pirate Report uh, thing, so let's, let me know when you have the Pirate Report sounder, and um, we'll do a little Pirate Report hit here, because this is uh, some Pirate Report stuff. So when you're ready, you hit the Pirate Report, and then I'll give the Pirate Report. But I'll wait for you to hit the sounder. As soon as I hear the sounder, I'll be ready for the Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. So Mike Schwartz said today in front of the uh, group assembled at the Chamber Lunch that the Pirates season opener in basketball will be on Tuesday, November 8th. No surprise there. That's usually when the season opens. But he announced an opponent. It's going to be Mercer. Have Mercer. Uh, Team has had some success in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Mercer will be the opponent. Uh, also danced around a series starting up this year with UNCW, a three-year series with the team in Teal, as he put it. Uh, the Pirates will play at Old Dominion. That's a return game from playing them in Greenville last year. Uh, he also uh, says that there is a three-year series starting next uh, this season with, as he put it, an SEC opponent. Uh, the game this season will be a neutral site game. And uh, the return game will be next season in Minji's. Uh, this is an SEC opponent. It may or may not be one that's south of uh, our state. And we may or may not be playing in another Greenville. I, I may or may not. I don't know this for sure. I'm told things. Just spec, Educated speculation there, let's just say. Uh, also, confirmation that the Pirates are going to play in the Gulf Coast Showcase. They don't know the bracket yet. We reported that back uh, a few weeks ago. In fact, in late June, uh, we had reported that. So uh, that'll be uh, in November. That'll be the week leading up to Thanksgiving, the days leading up to Thanksgiving. I think that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is when they'll play that down in Florida. So that is uh, what's happening uh, there. But a really uh, classy gesture and a very nice event. Uh, today, this was the first time that all of the members of the Chamber of Commerce staff are uh, one time. Well, he's still our colleague and our great friend Trent McGee, McGee on Sports, uh, was there with uh, Kimber Stone. Got to talk to Kimber and her cousin or her uh, husband Kurt. Uh, wonderful people. Uh, Kimber's got a big uh, appointment. Let's just say tomorrow. So about mid morning, maybe around ten thirty ish. If you're so inclined uh, to throw up a few prayers for Kimber, and if you're uh, not spiritual, some good vibes her way uh, tomorrow in the morning. That'd be cool. Uh, Aileen Peacock was there, Lauren Phillips, and, of course, uh, Drew has been holding it down, Drew Barker. Uh, but that five core people who uh, are part of the chamber and were injured in that terrible automobile accident, four of them were, uh, we're all together for the first time today at the Power Luncheon where Mike Schwartz spoke, and uh, it was just really, really cool. Uh, John Gilbert and company brought 
uh, them uh, gave them a gift on behalf of the Pirate Club and announced that they're all all the staff members are going to be guests of the athletic director to sit in that box for a football game this year. So that's really a classy gesture from John. John's a class act, and uh, that's a really cool moment uh, from today. We've got uh, media day for the American uh, coming up a week from Thursday. We'll have coverage for you. I think they're going to do it all remotely in ESPN uh, Plus, and so we'll we'll have that. Our guy Rini Angolia will be out there, friend of the show, uh, as uh, one of the people on the desk. He'll be a desk jockey analyzing uh, some of that. So we'll uh, we'll have Coach Houston's comments. We'll have uh, some other comments, uh, and and I, I'm assuming we may be able to ask Mike Oresco questions. I'm hoping we're able to. I hope it's not just Oresco unfiltered going on and on and on without some questions, you know, because Mike's a little chatty. Uh, ACC Media Days start tomorrow in Charlotte, tomorrow and Thursday. wonder what they're going to talk about. There'll be a lot to discuss there. Of course, if you missed our interview with David Teal uh, yesterday, and I was talking to somebody about this today, uh, you know, the grant of rights with the ACC is awfully prohibitive. Now, there are murmurs that the ACC just may completely dissolve. And that may be how people get out of the grant of rights. But I just, I, I think that is so much legal wrangling that would that would have to go on. But, it, I mean, if you missed it yesterday, David Teal said it would cost, and it would, I did the math, and I'm no math genius. But it would cost, if a team wanted to leave, other than Notre Dame, if a team wanted to leave right now to go to another conference, it would cost that team over the next 14 years a billion dollars. And I tried to explain this to someone today, and they weren't hearing it, but, I mean, it's your media rights tripled as your exit fee. So the media rights for the ACC were $36 million this year. So that's tripled just to get out. That's just to get out of the ACC if you wanted to leave this year. And then for the remainder of the ACC media contract, whatever you would get from the Big Ten or the SEC or if you joined the USA South and D3, whatever media rights you would get, which Duke football may do. I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. But you might, you'd have to pay that to the ACC. And that comes out, that's seven, over 14 years, that's like $840 million. It's $70 million. I mean, it's a billion dollars. Now, the ACC would probably like that because that's a billion dollars coming their way. And that is a billion with a B. It's astronomical. It's nuts. The SEC media days are going on. Is that in uh, Atlanta or is that in – it's in Atlanta? I didn't know if it was there in Birmingham. Uh, we got a couple of Nick Saban cuts. Uh, but the thing that really interests me is their commissioner, Greg Sankey. He was asked, does he think that the SEC will remain – at uh, 16, or in, I guess, reaction to what the Big Ten did, adding UCLA and USC, will will the SEC look to expand? Here's what he had to say. I mean, that, when I walk through the recitation, this is a super league. So as I visited um, with our presidents and chancellors and ADs, and I understand the timing is this news broke June 30, I did not gather that group until the next Wednesday. I wanted to make sure I learned what was actually happening. But also, I didn't want a story like on Friday, the day after, or the SEC presidents are gathering, and then you have this ripple effect of they're going to do something. Um, And so we wanted to be patient and wanted to communicate. Um, 
I, I, again, we're comfortable at 16. There's no sense of urgency, no sense of panic. We're not just shooting uh, for a number of affiliations that make us better. Could they be out there? I would never say they're not. I would never say that we will. Um, we're going to be um, evaluating the landscape. I'm not going to speculate. And I actually am watching a lot of this activity operating around us, more so than impacting us directly. I want to get to the Vern Davenport stuff here. So I wonder if Saban on the NIL is just too lengthy. It might be too a little too long right now. I tell you what, why don't we get to the uh, maybe try to find the essence of that in the break, and and if we have time, we'll get to it later. If not, it's not a big deal. Uh, but uh, Nick, and he also had basically saying he had no problem with Jimbo Fisher. I was hoping those guys would have a slap fight. That's what I was hoping they would have. A couple of uh, old dudes just kind of, a couple of old football queens just slapping at each other is what I was hoping would happen there. Didn't. All right, uh, Pilk, you ready? Let's do a uh, 94-3 The Game sports update with uh, the ref Philip Pilkington. And then we're going to address, see, yesterday with David Teal, we addressed the most asked question I got during my two-week hiatus, which was about conference expansion. Is the ACC going to blow up? What's going to happen? Who's going to leave the ACC? Could ECU end up in the uh, ACC? We really didn't get to that one. But we talked about why the ACC, it's not imminent that there's going to be a bust-up. And Notre Dame, as Dennis Dodd reported yesterday, is trying to renegotiate their television deal with NBC. They're seeking $75 million a year just to televise a handful of home games. Jeez Louise. So that would tell me that nothing's really moving out of the ACC right now. And I don't know if the Big Ten or the SEC have the appetite just to, to form their own because they're going to get more money anyway because they're going to vote to expand the playoff, and that's going to get to eight or 12 teams, and they'll have multiple teams in there as a result, SEC especially. So I don't think they're going to go to the trouble right now of just creating their own national championship or own playoff between the two leagues. Because here's the other thing. Those commissioners' offices don't really like one another. Not too much. And a lot of those coaches and ADs don't like one another also. Uh, the other uh, – uh, question, the second most question, people want to know about what Team Boneyard is. It's not anything that IBX Media is involved in. People with our ownership are involved in the collective, but the company's not involved in the collective. One of the other people involved in the collective's management, in a sense, or creation, is Vern Davenport. We're going to talk to him next about that. But right now, Philip the Ref Pilkington, boasting about you're like Soto when he turned down the $440 million. That's how That's how giddy you are. Oof. Put me on blast there, Patrick. You think Charles Barkley would turn down the four? No. I think, by the way, I think Chuckster's gone. I think he's going to live. He's meeting with Live tomorrow, and he knows he'd have to give up his TNT gig. I've heard a rumor Faraday's going to live. Faraday is going. There's no rumor. He is going. It was reported, and I think it's been confirmed today that he is going. Work eight or ten events a year and make a gazillion dollars. Jeez, sign me up. I, I, I did read something today, though, where, and this is interesting, like I think, I forget which company it is, maybe Apple, and I know Adidas. There's a couple like companies like that now that want to get involved and sponsor these, you know, they have that team concept. I, you know, just the, the way that people have scoffed in the golf media at live is pretty short-sighted. 
especially if they start getting corporations involved to sponsor things. I mean, they already they're already well funded. They're not they don't rely on the corporate money to get it done. They got that black gold. They got oil. <laughs> well, people call it blood money. I mean, call it what you want. I mean, they they have an unlimited supply. I mean, we we talked about it. A billion, if you did it by seconds in the you know equated it to seconds, a billion seconds versus a million seconds, it's like twelve hours to thirty one years. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. All right, uh, I've rambled on enough. The ref Philip Pilkington has a sports update for you. He'll tell you everything going on uh, that you need to know about Pirate Nation and beyond. Here's Pilk. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. We will start in ECU news as West Forsyth pitcher and ECU commit Peyton Martin has been drafted in the 17th round by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Today, head basketball coach Mike Schwartz spoke in front of the Pitt County Chamber of Commerce. He announced that Pirate Hoop season would begin on Tuesday, November 8th against Mercer. He went on to explain that ECU will have a three-year series against an SEC opponent with a neutral site game this season, and they will come to Minji's next year. He also confirmed that the team will participate in the 2022 Gulf Coast Showcase, which will take place in November from November 21st to November 23rd in the Hertz Arena in Estro, Florida. Also in college hoops, Duke and Arizona have announced they will play home-and-home home series that will begin in Cameron Indoor in 2023. Last night, Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals took home the crown on the home run derby by knocking off Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners. Tonight, the MLB All-Star Game will be played at 8 o'clock at Dodger Stadium. The starting pitchers for the game for the American League are the Rays, Shane McClanahan, and the Dodgers for the National League, Clayton Kershaw. If the game is tied after nine innings, the home run derby will decide the tiebreaker, meaning the National League would win the game. To the NBA, Serge Ibaka will return to the Bucks next season. Terms on that deal have yet to be announced. The 32-year-old was traded to the team back on February 10th. That'll do it for your 94-3 The Game Sports Update. More on the Boneyard after this quick timeout. If anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Remember the days when you could go to your favorite butcher shop and get your pork chops or steaks cut just the way you like them? Well, you still can. Acre Station Meat Farm on Highway 32 in Pinetown, north of Washington, is Eastern Carolina's traditional butcher shop. Acre Station is where you can get your order cut the way you want it. The best sausage, bacon, and pork chops and steaks you'll ever taste. I get my steaks from Acre Station because, uh... The quality is great, and they can cut it any size you like, and just can't find a selection like that anywhere else. I like to go get my roast at Acre Station because they cut it at about six pounds, and that's perfect for my for my family. Because I just can't find what I'm looking for at the grocery store anymore. Acre Station, your traditional butcher shop in Pinetown, just outside Washington on Highway 32. Find out what others have always known. The short trip to Acre Station is worth the drive. At Acre Station, you just get that good, friendly service you just can't find anymore. I guarantee it's the best sausage and bacon you'll ever eat. I'm Matt Murchison here at Greenville Nissan. I'm alone with Scotty Turner. And we got a star, and that's that all-new Nissan Pathfinder. It's amazing technology, totally redesigned, has a great V6 twin-turbo engine in it, all 
awesome ride, great feel. Comes in available in four-wheel drive as well. Has a panoramic sunroof in it. You have heated and cooled seats, memory seats, a great ride. Again, you can fit seven adults comfortably in this vehicle. It's a great option for a third-row SUV. As Matt's pointing out, the all-new 22 Nissan Pathfinder third-row seat SUV, great for your family. Folks, this is a great time. If you're looking for a third-row seat SUV, we just got a truckload in this weekend. Right. Seven to choose from. We even got that beautiful boulder gray. Yep. Uh, Platinum Edition. Yep. We just got that in. Folks, we believe in a transparent transaction with you. We give you the most money we ever, ever have for trade-ins right yep. now. So if you're looking to get rid of your vehicle, your SUV, for an updated model, this has all the technology that you need. Check us out at Greenville Nissan and GreenvilleNissan.com, where we drive the service. If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get $500 to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get $500 to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you you don't have to pay Oasis back, ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877-266-9107. That's 877-266-9107. Call Oasis today at 877-266-9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. As I stated earlier, the second biggest question I was asked while we were uh, arms away for a couple of weeks, and in fact, I was asked some of this today, as I mentioned, uh, about Team Boneyard and uh, the uh, new ECU Athletics Collective. It is uh, teamboneyard.org. They have a FAQ section there. Uh, one of the uh, gentlemen behind it, a great pirate, Vern Davenport, uh, back on the Patrick Johnson Show with us. Mr. Davenport, thank you for, uh, for coming on and being the, the spokesman for the uh, Team Boneyard uh, Collective. Appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes with us. With you. Well, let's start with, uh, I guess the the first question, uh, and and this is one you know I think people have the concept of the collective uh, and how it pertains to NIL, but you know what exactly is the Boneyard, uh, the Team Boneyard Collective, and, and kind of its origins and how it got going. Well, I, I think there's uh, obviously with what's going on with the NCAA with the name, image, and likeness initiative, there's a lot of confusion out there. Um, but it's something that's very important to our student athletes. Um, and it's also very important for the university that, that this is done correctly. It's also important for Pirate Nation that there's a, a place to uh, engage that is safe and compliant, et cetera. So the, the, the initiative here was to uh, put something in place for uh, ECU student athletes that, in my definition, is like a marketplace where businesses, individuals, et cetera, can come into Team Boneyard and facilitate a relationship 
with a student athlete uh, and have it done so where it is compliant, meaning all the NCAA regulations is compliant relative to the implication of taxes and, and all those things on student athletes, which is a, a new thing for them. Uh, and also that the, the business arrangement between the individual and the business and the student athlete is actually uh, commiserated, is, you know, is completed. So, you know, the, the idea here was to put something in place for ECU, um, uh, a place for student athletes to come, a place for Pirate Nation to come, uh, and effectively facilitate the commerce between the two. Uh, what we have done is uh, I've been a part of a, a, a small group, Travis Burt and, and the Hint, where uh, we fundamentally just uh, created an initiative that has resulted in this teamboneyard.org, which is uh, uh, fundamentally a, a website to facilitate this marketplace that, that we're describing and, and putting into place and, and are pleased with our early uh, announcement of it and uh, operationalization of it and engagement with Pirate Nation uh, of it. So um, and probably one other point I need to make is nobody's making anything off of this. It's completely transparent um, and uh, fee-free uh, for uh, Pirate Nation and for the student-athletes to engage. Vern Davenport, uh, an Eastern North Carolinian who grew up uh, at ECU, has been involved in the Board of Trustees. You will not find uh, a finer uh, ECU Pirate uh, in many ways than uh, Vern Davenport, who's back with us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. He's one of the uh, uh, gentlemen who uh, got behind the initiative to, to come up with that Clearinghouse Collective, uh, Team Boneyard org and uh, he's one of those involved and we really appreciate him being on with us a lot of people have asked uh, about it you know I, I think there's a lot of us uh, who are trying to sort of to weed through some of this I know there's uh, some even in, in this collective our friend Henry Hinton has even said so on on the shows uh, on his show that I'm on with him and and you know this this Nil thing is it, it, it's kind of out of the spirit of I think what some people consider college athletics but we are in a new era. We are in a new time, and in order to remain competitive, this is the reality of uh, today's uh, college athletic landscape. So, w- when you uh, would you know give someone sort of the uh, the reason this is important in order for East Carolina to remain competitive and relevant, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you have to be able to give people million dollar contracts, athletes, student student athletes, million dollar contracts, but you but. The NIL is a reality that we have to be a competitive in as far as the marketplace goes, right? That's absolutely correct. As soon as the NCAA uh, uh, enabled or approved the name, name image, and likeness uh, capability uh, for student athletes, now the question is how does that get done in, in a way for which is in the best interest of the university, best interest of the student athlete, and also uh, best interest in that business or individual that is uh, establishing that relationship with the student-athlete. Um, it's important for uh, uh, student-athletes that are considering a university to see that there's a mechanism in place. Uh, it's important that there's a, a, a way for them to uh, be able to capitalize their name, image, and likeness and do it in a safe, compliant uh, way for which they uh, adhere to all the the IRS obligations that they have. Um, and it's also great to see the student athletes capitalize on, on that opportunity. And that's what we're trying to enable is an opportunity for student athletes to capitalize on their, their name, image, and likeness across all sports. 
in a safe, compliant way for Pirate Nation to engage these student-athletes. And there's been activity going on since this was initiated, Mm -hmm. but there hadn't been a collective, a way to represent this in in a way for which uh, can be trusted, can be, uh, again, compliant. Um, and uh, it's a great way to, to promote our university and, and the student-athletes. Though we are not a part of the university right. in any shape, form, or fashion, we do engage relative to the compliance of the arrangement between the student-athletes and, and those that are engaging them in activity. But outside of that, it's a completely uh, independent uh, uh, organization, if you will, from the university itself. Uh, we have Vern Davenport here on the Patrick Johnson Show. We appreciate him taking uh, a few minutes with us here this afternoon. Uh, it is teamboneyard.org. It uh, was unveiled uh, beginning of the month, roughly. And, uh, of course, we, we had that period of time off with me not being here for the show during the uh, holiday week and then last week. So uh, it is something that I think is Pirate Nation and, and Pirate fans sort of re-engage with the program after summertime activities. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about this, so it's great to have some answers on this today. Uh, and you have hit on some key points. Uh, there's the tax implications for the student-athlete, but there's also, uh, despite the, the, the only issue with the university or the, the connection to the university is the compliant aspect, and that's just to make sure that this is all within bounds within CAA compliance. This is not a university initiative. I'll, I'll even say it's not an IBX media initiative. Uh, although there are some principals in the company involved in that, but uh, this is this is just a group of of uh, pirate fans, great pirate fans, who just have taken sort of the the uh, initiative to steer the ship in this direction as far as the collective goes. Uh, big question I get, Vern, is uh, can you designate where the money goes? In other words, if if I donate to the collective and I want it to go to a certain sport or a certain athlete, how, how does that work? Uh, 100%. Uh, and, and that is, in my view, kind of the preference or the idea. If you've got a, a, a kid's birthday party that you want a student athlete to come and you want to pay that student athlete 50 bucks to, to come to that party, this is the marketplace that would facilitate the date, the time, uh, the, the facilitation of payment, the taxes associated with it, et cetera. If you, like one of the founders of this, Travis Burt, want to support the the uh, the lacrosse team, you can designate uh, in any shape, form, or fashion. What we fundamentally do is take that proposal, for lack of a better term, from someone who wants to engage a student athlete, package it up, take it to the athletic compliance organization, and ensure that they're okay with, quote-unquote, the transaction. And then this marketplace simply facilitates it. Uh, it also... Uh, 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 engages in the tax implications for the student athletes so that they don't get in any trouble uh, there as they're you know early on in their business uh, careers if you will uh, capitalizing on their name image and likeness uh, that they don't get into any uh, difficulties there but the, the preference is that there's a specific designated activity a specific de- designated athlete student athlete or, or group of student athletes uh, and there's a business transaction that fundamentally happens between the two. And that's what this uh, website is there to uh, to promote and hopefully facilitate. Now, with that said, if uh, I'm a Pirate fan and I just want to donate the collective because I realize how important it is and I'm not necessarily wanting it to go to a certain sport or a certain athlete, how does that work? You, you can absolutely do that as well, and, and all of the monies would have to be expended within the, the tax year for which they are collected. So if you want to give to, 
to the uh, uh, website. There's a, a mechanism to do that. That money will go into a pool and will be uh, distributed to a student athlete or to uh, a student athlete initiative. Um, and again, all of it would have to be expended before the end of the, the taxable a year. So again, it just kind of passes right through and and would be a part of a, an initiative that is uh, that would be driven by the uh, athletics department or a student athlete specifically. Well, with that in mind, and this is a question that uh, seemed to be cropping up from uh, a vocal minority. Let's just say, who? How is it decided where that? You know, how the money's doled out, where the money goes, that sort of thing. Yeah, there. Uh, we are in the early stages of, of forming an advisory committee uh, made up of. Uh, former student athletes that would be involved in that process of taking the uh, money that has not uh, received a specific designation and then designating that. That has not yet been born. We're in the, uh, again, early stages of doing that. Um, but we would work with the uh, athletics department uh, to uh, solicit kind of proposals, if you will. And then the hope is that this collective would have an advisory committee that would, uh, uh, approve that transaction, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, is, is there anything else with this that you want to make sure we uh, we mention that I've maybe not asked you about? It just seems like, uh, you know, there's a, a million questions you could ask, uh, but, but is there anything specific that we've not kind of covered here that you really want to drive home? Well, I think a couple points is that uh, this money is not tax deductible if you're giving to it. Uh, this money is not part of the pirate club, um, and this collective is not affiliated with the university. It's, again, the, the concept of uh, thinking about it as a marketplace to connect Pirate Nation to student-athletes in a compliant, secure way is kind of the idea. It, and to a point that you raised earlier, Patrick, I think this is critically important to our athletic competitiveness. You know, Pirate Nation is you know, very proud and very supportive of our athletic department. This is a, a ever-evolving uh environment under NIL and and how uh, you know it's forming and, and we're learning as we go. I think everyone's learning as we go. Uh, but it's necessary in our view to be competitive and, and we've been pleased in, at least in the early days of, of the engagement in Pirate Nation, particularly given just how unknown all of this is to all of us as we're engaging. So uh, I wanted to make sure that people understood, uh, Pirate Nation understood those dynamics but also that they understand how important it is that we support something like this, provide this opportunity for, for our student athletes so that, again, we can remain as competitive as we can possibly be and, and, uh, and successfully and compliantly engage our student athletes in NIL activities. And let's uh, kind of finish this, uh, and you can learn more. There's a frequently asked questions seg- uh, section, uh, teamboneyard.org. Vern Davenport, one of those behind it, we appreciate him being on uh, with us here. Uh, football right around the corner and uh, just kind of your expectations and hopes for the upcoming season. Well, I just love what Mike Houston has brought to uh, East Carolina University, um, the way he has assembled his team. Uh, um, you know, we, we had a great year last year and we're, you know, a couple of plays here or there from having a truly outstanding uh, season. Uh, I have really high expectations for uh, the year and, and for the program and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, all of our coaches right now, uh, we just have such quality people and, 
and doing an outstanding job. And, and if you look how Pirate Nation responded uh, to the success of our baseball team this year, uh, you know, I, I am so looking forward to the opener with NC State and, and uh, getting Pirate Nation back in Dowdy Ficklin. And uh, again, just love what uh, Mike Houston and his coaching staff have done, the players that are there, and and the opportunity that we have. So I think it's going to be a really special season. I'm very much looking forward to it. Hey, Vern, thank you for the time. We really appreciate it. Patrick, good day to you guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, great to have uh, Vern Davidport on with us here. Vern uh, has been a long-time, uh, well, just an important donor and a long-time donor to ECU. And I, I just hope this kind of clarifies exactly what this collective is going to be about because – it is the way of the world now, and uh, we've got to get on board with it, whether you like it or not. I mean, it's it's the way business is done in college athletics. So, Vern Davenport with some really good uh, questions there. Uh, NIL is something talked about by Nick Saban. He was pretty vocal about it in his accusations towards uh, Jimbo Fisher a few months ago, but uh, we'll get into Saban's NIL talk from SEC Media Day. And uh, maybe Pilk will handicap the All-Star game. I don't know. Uh, When we come back. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94.3 The Game. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments then, pain meds, steroids, and then surgery, right? It's Patrick Johnson here. I've got great news. There's now a better way, and it's right here from local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the national leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Steroid shots, they're toxic on your joints. Pain meds are addictive. Nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are passe. The new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. QC Connects regenerative protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you a quality of life that you deserve. So call now and schedule your free consultation. 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-PAIN. QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. Welcome to US Cellular, where new and current customers choose any phone they want for free. Free? Even the one with 5G and lots of storage? Free. And the one with the latest everything? Free. At US Cellular, any phone you see is free, whether you're a new or current customer. US Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery. And you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. If you're living with chronic joint pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, I've got exciting news for you. Emmett Smith, all-time 
rushing leader and Hall of Famer. Now you can get relief from pain without harmful medications and surgery. Call my guys at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics specializes in biologic therapies that can repair and restore damaged tissue. I'm talking about natural pain treatments now available, not just for pro athletes, but to people like you. At QC Kinetics, we're seeing patients every day who suffer from chronic joint pain but who desperately wanted to avoid surgery. We're treating joint pain with biologic therapies, regenerative solutions with long-lasting results. Listen, it's all about getting your life back, playing touch football with kids, walking upstairs pain-free, getting back on a job, and patients at QC Kinetics are raving about the results. QC Kinetics. Call to learn more about restorative treatments that can get you back in the game. Call QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-7246. 252-765-PAIN. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. We uh, now go to a shortened Nick Saban cut from SEC Media Days. The fellers have been slaving away over a hot editing bay, and they have uh, reduced this down to a more uh, palatable uh, cut for uh, the time we have remaining here. So still fairly lengthy, but Nick Saban asked about the NIL. Now, this led to the the bleep storm that he and – he and Jimbo Fisher ended up having was the discussion of the NIL. So this is what uh, Nick Saban had to uh, say when asked about it at SEC media days. You know, name, image, and likeness is a great thing for players. And I'm all for players having the opportunity to uh, create whatever value they can create for themselves. And, you know, our players did extremely well last year. Uh, I think they made over $3 million in name, image, and likeness. And, um, but I do think that the concerns um, are, you know, there, there has to be something, some guidelines that sort of protect competitive balance, you know, and how we do this. And, you know, the advent of collectives um, has created a way for, you know, third parties to um, make contributions to marketing organizations who can create opportunities for players, which I think is a good thing. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Uh, creates opportunities for players. That's a good thing. All right, Nick Saban from uh, SEC Media Days uh, earlier today. I mean, nothing real spicy or fiery there. He also said he didn't have a problem with Jimbo Fisher. So... Uh, in the final couple of minutes we have here in today's show, what is the uh, over-under on the uh, seven and a half runs? Is that I think that's what it is. Let's just say it is. Philip Pilkington, sports nerd, and uh, he'll be watching every pitch. We should have done this as the uh, poll question on Twitter. Will Pilkington watch every pitch of the game, of the All-Star game? I say yes. What would you vote, No. Will Pilkington watch every pitch of the game tonight? Yeah, I'll vote yes. Okay. we. I mean, we're right, aren't we? I would say probably. Okay. Uh, I, I thought. Who were. knows? Ten o'clock. If the game's out of hand, you know, it's not like a no, Red Sox watch game. Every, you'll watch every. If, if it was a Red Sox game, I'd watch yeah, all watch nine innings regardless. If you'll it's if it's a five run game, I'm turning it off. You'll watch every pitch. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. You'll watch. There's nothing else on. What are you going to watch? I don't know. Just go to bed. I am tired. Mm. I had a long run this morning. You ran? Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to comment. All right. Um. All right. So who wins tonight? 
I'm with you. I'm going American League. Okay. Who's the game MVP? I know you know this stuff. Who's? I don't. We don't need a dissertation. Just give me a, a pick and a brief reason why. Who's the MVP? Game MVP. Um, oh, I, this, I knew this would take forever, though. I knew this would take I'm go, I'm go, Hey, my boy Devers is leading the league in hits. I'm going Devers for that reason right okay. there. I, he goes two for three tonight with a dinger. Ah, that's where he – no pitcher? No, nobody? No, neither no. pitcher? Okay. No, I, I don't think the pitchers last long, and I don't think it'd be one of those deals where they throw five innings. All right. Well, you got the uh, home run derby pick, right? So, what can we say? Yeah. My hot streak may be coming to an end. Though. I don't know. It may or may not. I, this is why I wish the sports gambling thing was passed. I, I'd be riding Pilkington's picks. Hey, man, I did. Uh, There's a couple of years back, I predicted the Super Bowl right two years in a row at the beginning of the year. I've hmm. lost my touch on that one. You've got to get back on that. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Noah. Thanks to the ref, Philip Pilkington. Great job today, fellas. Uh, thanks to uh, Vern Davenport for being with us. We'll be back tomorrow. John Gilbert at 5 o'clock in the studio. On the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, if you're like Pilk, you're going to watch every pitch of the game tonight. Enjoy it. Otherwise, have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Now is the time during Bailey's Fine Jewelry's spectacular Engagement Ring Blowout. This once-a-year event is happening July 16th through 23rd at all Bailey's locations. An expansive selection of engagement.